Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. I am on a trip, a business trip to India, and on my way I had a all-day sort of layover in Singapore. So I left the airport and went to visit some of the communities in the city on a recommendation from a good friend of mine, and I so I went and visited what was referred to as the Arab Quarter, Chinatown, and Little India. And in Little India, I had an amazing conversation outside a Hindu temple, and I don't know much about the Hindu religion, but I was blown away by the warmth and energy and light at the Hindu temple. And it was described to me as a southern India Hindu temple. And again, I'm not exactly sure what that means exactly, but that was how it was described to me. And I went in and I was just sort of blown away by the energy there and, and all the things going on. It was amazing. And I was trying to figure it out and super curious. I was trying to find somebody who could explain it to me. So I went over to the security guard and I said, is there anybody here that could explain it to me? And he said, no, 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 there's no one like that here. I started walking away. He said, he said, oh, hey, come here. He said, there's a little old man sitting outside in a chair. Go to him. He will teach you. <laughs> of course, I thought, now this is getting good, right? There's a little old man outside in a chair. He will teach me. So I went and I found the little old man. And indeed, he was there sitting outside the door. And I remember him actually when I came in. I was taking my shoes off and he looked at me kind of funny and I realized, well, he didn't look at me kind of funny. He looked at my feet kind of funny. And I realized when I got inside that I still had my socks on and nobody else had their socks on. So not only was I supposed to take my shoes off, I was supposed to take my socks off too. So anyway, I go out to talk to the little old man. It was amazing. He took time to teach me about all the symbolism and the beliefs and, and what, you know, the, what people were doing and, and the offerings of milk and honey and yogurt and rose water and what they each meant, and, and all of these things. But one thing that he, that stuck out to me in our probably 30 to 45 minute conversation was this emphasis that he placed on the role of fear and getting rid of fear. And he, he made it sound like that was sort of one of the ultimate goals, at least in his interpretation. And again, I'm trying to be careful here because I don't know much about the religion, I just know that this 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 little old man at the Hindu temple in Singapore really emphasized that day to me that fear is is something we need to learn to live without. Right? That fear and anxiety is something that we need to learn to live without. And that it gets in the way of so many of our decisions and that living in the present moment in fact he gave me this example he said you know if if you miss your flight and your boss is going to fire you 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 can't worry about that you can't be fearful about it because it it will work out and he said we don't want to do it he was very clear about this he said we don't want to do it in an arrogant sort of i don't care way we do it more in um you know look i'll do my best and I'll leave the rest to God. 
And so it was amazing. But what I walked away, and the reason I wanted to share it on Behavior Up Radio was what I walked away with was how often, you know, we all hear this, right? Fear and greed, the sort of twin little mischievous little characters in our financial lives. But how often our decisions around money are driven by fear. How often we're worried about, you know, and, and obviously there are some, le- there are some legitimate worries. I don't know that it, Still, I don't know that it does us any good to worry, even if they're legitimate. But often our fears are not even rational or legitimate. They're projections of something that may or may not happen in the future and often doesn't happen in the future. This role of fear in our lives and this goal of not making decisions out of fear. Now that you may make the exact same decision, but not making a decision out of fear was what I walked away with from my conversation with the little old man at the Hindu temple in Singapore. I hope that's valuable to you. I, I think, you know, I don't need to say much more about how or why or what, you know, that means. I think we can all sort of let that work in our own lives, but I I know for me, it's just valuable just to pause for a minute and think about fear and how often I let it drive my financial decisions and how often it's turned out, look, and and I gotta, geez, I gotta make one more thing clear. I'm not saying kick fear in the teeth. Fear is a friend. We just don't, as Elizabeth Gilbert says, right? We can take fear on the trip, but he has to sit in the back seat. (laughs) We just can't let him drive. So I think this was a really positive, powerful reminder to me to not let fear drive when it comes to making financial decisions. Hope it helps you.